Hi, thanks so much for tuning in to Mom Boss Chronicles. My name is Jen. This is Sue. And this is Danielle. We are three moms that work together in real estate and are good friends and here to talk to you about fun topics, the good, the bad, the ugly of mom struggles, real estate, and other fun stuff. So make sure to subscribe to listen to more. Welcome back to Mom Boss Chronicles. Today, we're going to be talking about our favorite subject, real estate. We're going to be giving a recap of the real estate market in 2023 and our predictions for the real estate market in 2024. Don't hold us to it. You know, we don't have a ball, but these are our best guesses based off of what we've been experiencing so far. We are all New Jersey agents Mm -hmm. and we all have, you know, different experiences with real estate. So we're just here to tell you our point of view as a New Jersey agent. Right. It was an interesting year. Yeah. It was definitely interesting. And and for for me, who I think I'm in now my third full, I'm going into my third, I've been doing it for three years, but like I started the mark, I started selling houses during a market that was fair. Fairly easy, mm-hmm. you know. Because that was 20, 2020. 20, yeah. Mm-hmm. And during that the year. The rates were so low. Yes. You know, um, there was the, lots really of the biggest issue was trying to set your buyers apart, you know, from the others and the, multiple and the crazy offers. multiple offer situation. But I think in terms of getting clients, it was pretty easy because, you know, the rates were low. So it really was a and great And especially COVID, we didn't motivator. realize then a lot of people wanted to move. Yeah. Like it was yeah. forcing people to evaluate their life. Totally. Especially yeah. those in like more densely populated areas, mm-hmm. right? So it felt like it was easy. 2021, like kind of the same thing, you know, and same 2022 was 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 my best year. So this year, you know, it was a little harder to obtain the clients. It was a little harder to help people navigate, mm-hmm. you know, the ups and downs of the market and especially with the rates changing. Yeah, because like we like started that. the year mm-hmm. with the rates high. Like it started right. in 2022, the rates were creeping up. Yep. I think they even went to six in 2022. Right. So we started the year with rates that were higher than drastically higher from right. the year prior. Yeah, just to go from like two high twos, threes to so like double, <laughs> triple. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it, was, yeah. it was really hard for people to swallow that pill, you know, so navigating all of that. But I have to say, even though I mean, I, I had really great deals this year and I had deals that fell apart a week before closing Mm -hmm. because, you know, the rates had changed so drastically that those people who were qualified at the beginning weren't qualified, you know, towards the end. Especially if you were borderline. Right. Because there's some people who are who are, you know, just making it. But if it goes up any slightly, they're out. Right. So like that was, you know, that was heartbreaking. My heart really Mm -hmm. broke for for those folks who were really getting excited. And in a lot of cases, these were first time home buyers, Mm -hmm. you know, so they were trying to see their dream realized. Yeah. And it's like there, it's like almost within reach. And so it was really heartbreaking to experience that with some of my clients this past year. However, I did have really successful sales, which were really nice. I had uh, clients who sold their home in Monroe. We got 180,000 and over asking. Wow. So it was like, it was weird. It was like a tale. It was like two, tale two stark, cities. like different yeah. situations going on. It was the best of times. Right. It was the worst of times. <laughs> you know? so it was really almost like case by case situation. Literally. You know? So that was really exciting for my sellers. And, and another one too, you know, we had, and, and we went on in the fall and I was a little nervous because the rates kept still going up, mm-hmm. you know, are we, in a, are we positioning ourselves well for this? But she ended up getting... 55,000 over ask. And what's interesting about this one, we had originally listed this house two years ago where, and she was under contract for 480 and didn't end up finding something that she wanted to buy. So we took it off and putting it back on, she ended up getting 605. Wow. So over 120 (laughs) in two years, the value went up. Difference. Yeah. Yeah. 
so wild. I don't know. It was an interesting year. I learned a lot. You Mm -hmm. know, I learned a lot this year. I felt like, you know, I had to dig my my heels in a little bit deeper Mm -hmm. and, you know, help get more creative for some of the buyers who were on, you know, the the edge or just, you know, fighting harder to make it happen for them. So I appreciated that. I mean, it was definitely, I didn't make as much money as I did last year, but I appreciated the lessons. I appreciated the wins that we did have because Mm -hmm. it made it feel that much, much more special. Yeah. You know, absolutely. It was definitely a tale of two cities. I feel like because buyers were in like kind of a sticker shock Mm -hmm. when they were finding out what the rate was and what their payments were going to be, especially if you had a buyer who was like, didn't buy in 2022, you know, especially the beginning of 2022, because the rates were low and they were waiting, waiting to find the right one. Here you find yourself in 2023 with payments that are drastically different now. Uh, Yeah. Like a a, a 450 house, you know, depending on how much money you're putting down, you could be paying $4,000 a month. It's insane. And And it's just so sad for first time homebuyers. I mean, you don't even have to be a first time homebuyer, but that just the entry into the market. I mean, if you want something moving ready, you're looking at what, five, five fifty in Montgomery, yeah. even Ocean County, it's just it's it's gotten very difficult for first time home buyers. And something I have noticed is that, you know, I've been doing this eight years. So they say the average American stays in their home seven years and then they sell, you know, they had kids, whatever they want to upgrade. So I've noticed I had a lot of my clients starting out in real estate were first time homebuyers, younger, you know, couples or whatnot. They probably would have wanted to sell to upgrade, change towns, whatnot. But I think they have elected to stay in their home because, okay, great. They have all this equity, but then they're like, where am I going to go with a high prices and a high rate? So I think that's been a factor in this you know, the weirdness of the market too, is that people feel like, where am I going to go? And a bottleneck. Yeah. So it's kind of like frozen things a little bit. Yeah. Like if we could all just, just do it, you know, it would move the wheel a little bit, but I definitely think that is a big part of why I've seen my business slow down is because a lot of, you know, who would have been my repeat clients have elected to stay in their home longer than maybe they would have if, if rates and prices were different. Right. Yeah. And it's crazy because as a real estate agent, I've been doing this since 2007. We were told when rates go up, home prices go down. Yeah. The prediction was if you rates go up, because home prices have been accelerating really quickly, right. more than average. Like they say the average home acceleration should be about 2 to 4% in a given year. Mm-hmm. We have seen a much higher percentage yeah. of home growth. So when the rates started going up, everybody was saying, well, then home prices will start to stabilize. But we didn't. And the problem was because people didn't want to move. Yeah. So it's a supply and demand issue. When you have less supply and you have buyers who still need to move, the prices are going to go up. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of weird to see rates go up and yeah. home prices went up. So actually this this stat that we got mm-hmm. was very interesting. I mean, this is just for Monmouth County. But this year, the medium home price in Monmouth County was $620,000, oh. which is just blows my mind. No, especially because right? a few years ago, it was like right. what, 350 so, so last year, just yeah. one year ago, 2022, it was 580000 wow. right? So the medium home price has gone up significantly from last year to this year. However, it wasn't what I thought was just interesting, and I don't know why, but the days on market, not that it was a huge disparity, but days on market were longer this past year. Mm. So it was 30, mm-hmm. which is still very small. Yeah. And like last year, it was 25, you know? So it was just, it's just interesting. So maybe people were taking a little more time to (laughs) commit, commit, right? But I've seen it with 
a couple of homes in my town that would have flown off the market a year ago and they're not, they're sitting now. Yeah. It's so weird, but also it's still a good time to sell because prices are high, but the houses and, are sitting much longer. It's and very- sitting on the market is actually okay. Like there used to be once right. upon a time in real estate, it did take several months to sell a house because you had to find the right buyer. Right. We got it's- so used to like the market. If you didn't sell honestly within a week, it's like, oh no. What's wrong? Yeah. Yeah. What's wrong? <laughs> Funny that, you know, like Sue says, I got in when I got into real estate, it was easy. It was such a good time. And when I look back, I, while I did make a lot of money, it was in comparison to like a balanced market. It was so difficult. Mm-hmm. You would show one buyer dozens and dozens of homes, make dozens of offers, and you're up against 50 other people. So whereas, you know, five, six, seven, eight years ago, you were showing them, you know, a handful of houses, making an offer, negotiating, and you're mm-hmm. done. So it was, wow. yeah. it was very difficult. It was, but Yes, there was more opportunity. People were buying houses. People were selling houses. It was, there was a lot of lot more movement than there is now, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I think the good thing is, you know, obviously in this moment with the rates being where they are, home prices being where they are, I, I personally don't really feel like home prices will come down a lot. I just don't yeah. foresee that happening it's a supply anytime, issue. Yeah. anytime soon. You know, for buyers out there, if you have a good lender, you know, they'll try to work on different programs that will help, especially if you're a first-time home buyer, mm-hmm. whether it's putting a smaller amount down. So you do have some liquid, you know, cash in the background if you need it, but the rates are temporary, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, if you do feel like you're eager and willing to, you know, get out there, like there's a possibility, you know, we don't want to sound like gloom and doom. Yeah. You know, it was just, it was, it was a hard year to adjust. It's it's hard to adjust to such stark. Yeah. I mean, if you were a buyer who came into the market in 2023, you probably had a different perspective than a buyer who started in 2022 because this was the rate. This is all you really know. And I still see a lot of opportunity in real estate. Mm-hmm. Like I have a client right now. Um, the fall is typically a time where things slow down anyway, whether it was a good market or a right. bad market. You know, fall, things kind of slow down. My client is closing on a home where I in a cul-de-sac on an acre and he's getting a really good deal because A, the time of year and because of the rates. Mm-hmm. And we actually just saw rates drop. Right. So he's mm-hmm. really excited because right before the closing, the loan officer was able to drop his rate. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So he was Merry anticipating Christmas. his payment being higher. His rate is now lower. And then, you know, let's hope the rates come down a little bit more. Even in the future, he'll refinance. Right. But people yeah. who are, are in it, I think, are, you know, able to secure a good opportunity because a lot of people mm-hmm. have kind of put the pause on the buying. Right. But if you're a buyer who can do it, like, there's still some really good deals. I do. There. And I and agree. Like, this time of year, if you're whatever, buying to uh, move into or invest or something, mm-hmm. if you can find a deal at this time of year, I do fi- feel like it's a little more helpful to shop around. Yeah. yeah. Time. It's just a little more quiet. Yeah. Yeah. And then again, if you're, you know, you said you don't want to sound doom and gloom, and it's true because if you compare it to rental prices, I mean, what you're going to live in a two bedroom garden apartment for almost like $3,000 a month. So a one bedroom is two. It's crazy. I mean, it's just the rental prices are insane. They're, Yeah. yeah, it's, it sucks. But yeah, if you have that down payment, you know, you're, you're not always going to have a higher rate. Like you said, you could refinance. So what are your options if you're not buying? So that's something to really consider. 
Yeah, you don't need 20%. You just need to find the best program. There's 3%, 3.5%, VA, 100% financing. Yeah, and with VA, I mean, aren't there assumable rates too? Do you have to be a veteran? I'm not, well, yes, yeah, so you have to be yeah. a veteran, right? A veteran, yeah, how amazing. veteran. So that's amazing. I think yeah. that's something something that's not spoken about enough too that people don't know, but yeah, marry people together like that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that and my thought process, like, too, I was thinking, like, Obviously, this would never happen because mortgage companies have to make their money. But how cool would it be? It would probably free up the market a little bit more if people could assume somebody else's mortgage. Some you know FHA what I'm saying? loans are. Right. Conventional like, is usually not. But some FHA is. Mm-hmm. I believe you have to pay off the balance. And like there's some homework to it. But right. some FHAs are, are assumable. And if you're a seller. Yeah. You know, you could do seller financing, you know, maybe, um, you know, not doing an eight, an eight percent rate, but, you know, attract some folks to purchase your yeah. home and you do seller financing at like something more manageable, like four. I mean, you're still making a good mo- amount of money, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. off, off of the interest. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Financing, yeah, is great for a seller who owns their home outright. Yeah. So wants to sell, you become the bank, you have payments that, you know, the new buyer has payments to you. And I think it's a great option mm-hmm. for people. If you can. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But it's a win-win for both parties. Right. Yeah. So this is kind of the market where we've had to get creative. Yeah. And it happened, you know, I wasn't in the market in the 80s and 90s, but people told me when the rates were like this, people got creative back then too with assumable and mortgages. went up to like double eight, digits. 18, right? Yeah, like crazy. crazy numbers. Yeah. Yeah. But but people still purchased. Homes, yeah, <laughs> you know? and I think you're right in saying that prices. I mean, again, we don't have a crystal ball, but how are prices going to drop? I mean, if rates go down again, then all the buyers are coming out of the woodwork, and it's going to just drive prices up again. So who knows what's going to happen? Unless there's, I, I don't know. There's yeah. I mean, there's an inventory issue ever since they were saying that 2008, like when things kind of crash, mm-hmm. builders stopped building the way they used to. Yeah, and. Right. Because of that, and towns were really restrictive with buildings, like because there wasn't so much homes being built. Now you have a whole generation of people who need homes and there's not enough supply. And a lot of boomers are staying in their homes. Yeah, you know, I know that there's that. And also because a lot of them have their kids living with yeah. them in some they need you know, situations house. too yeah. because they need – they don't can't afford to buy a house. The one thing I would say that has shocked me or boggled my mind about, you know, the adult community, 55 and older, they're expensive. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like, the good places. Like there's um, townhomes. Kelly Builders is putting up townhomes in West Long Branch. I mean, they're gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. But they're selling for seven eight hundred thousand $800,000. And I'm thinking to myself, like, aren't you on a fixed income? <laughs> you want to retire to your income's kind of right. going down. But they're, yeah. they're, they're selling. So, you know, there's wealth. The wealth and money is out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, know, I wish they would build gated communities <laughs> like for us, mm-hmm. not just fifty yeah. thousand because they're really nice. Some of these, yeah, <laughs> really, yeah. Nice. But that you know, my point was more so like, all right, if the prices aren't going to drop, then you just have to take advantage of the opportunities and the market now. And if it makes sense for you and the payment makes sense, why rent? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean. I have I have a very hopeful outlook for 2024. You know, I do think that even if the rates drop a little bit, you know, I, I think we'll see more buyers coming back out again and ready to like sh- like mm-hmm. lace up their boots, like let's do this. And you know? sellers, because sellers, because they'll be like, if okay, if I could, if the rate is a little bit lower, then I can hand justify right leaving my two to three percent rate and getting into a five or a six. Yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, like Fed, can you just lower them back down <laughs> to a manageable rate so everyone feels a little five more would be sweet. Yeah, I think I mean, five yeah. Would be 
Yeah. You know, like that's okay. That's okay. Like you can stomach that. I would, I would feel more comfortable giving up my 2.875 for something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, to if it made to, sense. Right. If it yeah. makes sense because now we have the equity, right? Yeah. And you put like a larger down payment down mm-hmm. if you want to. But I, I don't know. I, I am, <laughs> maybe I'm just too optimistic. But I feel, <laughs> I feel good about 2024. I think that I hope that we see home prices just kind of level out mm-hmm. a bit, you know, maybe a, a slower rate. Yes. Uh, and they say up. that they have, like, I guess the last quarter, they were saying that prices haven't jumped up. Right. So I think we're starting to see that yeah. stabilization. Uh, right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And just the opportunity for people to, like, buy a house, mm-hmm. you know, or sell. And, and sell and, and not be scared right. about mm-hmm. selling and buying. Yeah. Because I know, too, I had a I had a client, he actually wanted to downsize and sell his super large townhome and buy something in an adult community mm-hmm. but he had he has really nice taste mm-hmm. you know and he's just like why would i leave this monthly payment to go you know even though he wanted to downsize so maybe that that too you know like there are the 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 folks that do want to downsize but again are like stuck with their monthly payment yeah. and if you are in a fixed income too you know you need that so totally it would be great to see that happen in the new year definitely yeah. Yeah, it's like a weird kind of cycle that we're in where people want to make the move, but then yeah. they're scared to make the move because their payments are going to change so much because of the rate. Right. So it's truly just a case-by-case basis. So obviously, if you are thinking about it, reach out to us because we I don't mind sitting down and analyzing it with people. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, what's your payment? What's your goal? Yeah. Like, if you want to buy something, let's look at the price of what you what, what do you want to obtain? You want a bigger mm-hmm. home, right? That bigger home is going to cost you X. Let's break it down. Right. Because once people see it in front of their face, mm-hmm. all right, the payment difference is going to be this or I have to – then it's more easier for them to swallow it. Right. And accepted yeah so it's the most thing i would say is reach out to your preferred lender your your preferred lenders your real estate agents and Mm -hmm. have that conversation with them definitely say that i mean if i tell my clients as well and i've gotten so many deals closed by doing this hey sit down with your lender if you can get this house for ten thousand dollars more and see that your payment's only going to change anywhere Mm -hmm. from you know fifty seventy dollars a month Right. That might make sense for you. And they re- when it's broken down in front of them, then you can really see it's instead of looking at the purchase price and that sticker shock, just look at the monthly payment, you know, what's manageable for you. And that's yeah. like, way to go. I mean, that's how I bought my house. <laughs> what can I afford every month? Yeah. When, right. he, when I ask people or when pe- we talk to people, especially buyers about their budget, I always say like, do you have a mu- a budget in mind of what you want to spend monthly? Like, I'm sure ideally you would love to buy that $700,000 house as a first-time buyer, but right. what's your budget that you want to monthly pay? And then let's work it backwards and see what and, price and point you should feel target. House poor, yes. you know? And and honestly, you saying that and you say – like, that's to me what makes a good real estate agent is that yeah. you care, genuinely care about somebody's – you know, the future. Yeah. Even after closing is like, hey, you know what? Let's sit down and talk this through because I want to make sure that you are, like, not struggling. Yeah. You know, you're in this house. Yeah. You're like, can't pay my like yeah even just because you table. qualify for that right. that you know amount yes. doesn't mean you should maybe take a loan up to that yeah. amount if you're not comfortable right. with it so yeah yeah but that's what we're here for to help all of you navigate all of that stuff yeah and obviously people also still have sticker shocks too like i can't believe my payment's going to be this and obviously we're here to break it down to you too well if you want to be in monmouth county buy a beach like there's certain price tags you're going to have right. to pay if there's mm-hmm. certain amenities or locations that you want right 
Right. And and too, I know we've talked about this in the past, but if you do if you are open to a house that needs some love, you know, we are all investors. We've you know, we can help you navigate mm-hmm. some of that stuff too. We also have really good contacts. Ugly um, homes make really good homes yes, too. <laughs> yeah, too. And and maybe that is the way that you get your foot in the door, you know. So we can help you guys with that too. Yeah. So I just hope uh twenty twenty four I do feel like it's gonna be better because we're at that point where rates have been high for a while now. Right. So it's not kind of a sticker shock. And I feel like they're going to come down a little bit, give some people some relief. And I feel like we're going to see people make that move. Right. So Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, this was a good recap. I have to say um, I'm on Zoom today because my son, he's sick. And I was like, do you want me to stay home or go in? He said, Mom, you have to go in today. You got to record your podcast and you have to get <laughs> subs. Which means subscribers. So oh, I love. <laughs> is that the, that's the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, so we have, su- we need subs. We need like, subs. So I'm here to like, subscribe everybody for my son. Learning new slang. Okay. Thank I, you, Dylan. I love his priorities. Like, yes. hello, priorities. <laughs> yeah. He said everyone on YouTube is a millionaire. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe we need him to like manage us. Yes. You know? Uh, I, well, this is like you're you're the epiphany of a true mom boss, you know, deal with children mm-hmm. and still showing you up. Know, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. Technology. <laughs> well, to the season. <laughs> yeah. Make sure to like and subscribe yeah. our page yes. and our podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Guys. Thank you.